SAFM leading the conversation. The viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Turning conventional wisdom on its head. on SAFM. He must wake up and talk at night. That's the instruction from my producer to the CEO of the Nelson Mandela Foundation. Selo Atang, good evening. That's what Lesebo has to say to you. You can't sleep. You have to talk to us. You know, good evening. Your, 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 your producer is a big boss, so I oblige. And conflict is good every now and then. That's why we, it's important that human beings test each other out, but certainly not to the extent that we are seeing playing out in America with George Floyd's matter, is it? Yes, it is indeed. And uh, I think the, the, the kind of conflict that's there, it's, uh, maybe it's necessitated by people now saying enough is enough. And I think, um, it, uh, like the foundation statement suggested, that uh, it, it, we shouldn't see this in isolation. And uh, if we are to do ourselves a favor, we shouldn't even be pointing fingers to say, there they are in America. We should also be pointing fingers ourselves. To say here in South Africa ourselves, we also have uh, the same kind of troubles where, where you have white supremacy reigning supreme in, in a way that uh, uh, it tends to then be uh, even making you feel defeated. That even in a case of where the majority are in charge, white supremacy is still showing that it, uh, it, it, it has a hand in, in how things are run. Um, how do you explain that uh, you can have the SANDF today issuing a report which uh, is discredited in every respect when it comes to the death of Ndate Collins Koza? How do you explain that uh, in these days uh, you have um, um, uh, the iPad repeat, uh, giving us a report indicating that uh, police in South Africa are still killing predominantly black men? Um, and uh, so before we even say that uh, these things are American, we should look at uh, their global nature. Certainly, when you talk about the global nature, we are seeing consistently the rise of the nationalist agenda. We're seeing the far right coming through and given prominence in given societies. I mean, some recent elections in South America and in Europe, as well as, of course, the incumbent President Trump, for the most part, they can be characterized as the right-wing elements, if not the far right altogether, as opposed to being left of center. What do you attribute that all being to? No, one of the things that um, uh, one of our former trustees, uh, Dr. Mampele Rampele, Mampele Rampele uh, said was how you we, we need to be seeing this as a moment where um, citizens who need to be rising to say that uh, we need to be correcting society and even um, trying to ask for a new social compact. Uh, most of those are withdrawing and giving voice and rise to people who have felt excluded in some instances, um, people who have felt that uh, um, the center is, uh, has always um, rejected their views. And, and now you then find people who um, uh, use populism, uh, and uh, populism in South Africa is not far too, by the way, uh, because uh, it's a populism that uh, gives rise to even organizations that um, fast uh, uh, are saying that uh, we, we need to normalize the abnormal. It's abnormal for society to um, want to uh, have uh, uh, those who they disagree with always beaten up. 
You're saying um, at home we're seeing elements of that. Which particular spaces and organization do you refer to when you say that? No, I'm saying uh, you look at uh, uh, things like Afri Forum, for example, in South Africa. Um, you you have um, uh, those, those kind of uh, organizations uh, being given space to breathe um, when we know that what they stand for can never be good. And I think uh, if if we are to do uh, to do ourselves uh, any any good is to ensure that um, uh, we don't um, even even allow the likes of David uh, Bullard, for example, um, to say that we need to be looking at uh, uh, how do we use the K word better um, to it, or find an alternative to the K word, and and uh, tolerance for those kind of views is something that uh, we need to, as a society, be rejecting. We're going to be speaking to Mike in Newlands just now, but I am curious to find out what necessitated or precipitated the need to reduce to writing today the Enough Black Lives Matter and all of it, for the most part, dedicated to uh, George Floyd. Because, I mean, George Floyd is a recent event. Collins, of course, passed away a lot longer ago. And it was only on the 1st of June that the foundation made reference to it. And even then it was in passing. This one seems to be referring to George Floyd more and then, of course, bringing in Collins Corsa. Why, why do we not pay enough attention, perhaps? And I'm not just suggesting that the Nelson Mandela Foundation hasn't paid attention, even if it's a perceived reality. Why is it that the American one has gotten more traction than the South African instance of Collins Corsa? You know, it's, a, it's, it's an interesting thing that you're raising because anyone uh, I indicated that it's never too late to demand justice. And, uh, and we, we did raise the issue of Ndade Collins Corsa. Um, in a, a, a week or so ago, um, after the, the report came out, and um, and we then said that uh, South Africans should reject this report, and we we were pleading with uh, the SANDF um, uh, High Command to say they need to withdraw this report and just show compassion uh, for the family of uh, the Koza family, and and instead of uh, uh, dragging this matter to, through the court, show compassion and understanding in, in saying that. We know that um, black lives matter, and in this case, we're mm-hmm. demonstrated by not having this matter be dragged out and just settling it, knowing that those who need to be held accountable are held accountable. For so sure. we have not been quiet about it. If anything, we have raised it before. And in fact, um, the, the, the issue of uh, pol- police and military um, uh, brutality has been consistent in our utterances before. I gave uh, a couple examples of how... We have been treated whenever we travel the roads uh, of South Africa trying to uh, deal with the issue of um, each one feed one, where we're trying mm-hmm. to help with relief work. And the, the kind of uh, reception that you get from the cops leaves a lot to be desired. I mean, the, the, the most recent example which I gave um, just a couple of days ago was of how when we were in um, in the free state, I think between the border between the free state and the uh, and, um, the Eastern Cape, um, we were stopped there for easily maybe 45 minutes, uh, just standing on this queue and then the next queue and the third queue. And uh, while we were standing there, there was this white woman who just um, burst her mouth out and just uh, uh, kept on telling the cops how wrong they were. And I kept on thinking to myself, um, you're lucky that you watched. Had you been a black woman or a black man, the cops would have shown, or the military even, would have shown you your place. And, and I think that's the reality that uh, we need to be contending with in South Africa to say that, how do we reckon with that? How do we deal with it? And, uh, and 
we will never uh, tire from raising these things. And uh, it, sometimes we delayed, as uh, we perceive to have been delayed. But I don't believe so because we have raised these things before. All right. Let's go to our listeners. We have Mike in Newlands, and I can bet you, and this is a joke, but I can bet you Mike is going to say somewhere along the line these three letters in this order, A and C. Mike, evening. How are you? <laughs> Hi, good evening. I'm very, very well. Thank you, Sanget. And uh, I do love your guest. I'm a big fan of his. Um, yeah, look, I, uh, um, and I don't have much to contribute other than to say I support support what he says and I thought a bit about these story about it, it was reminded me of the white woman complaining to the police when we had to have white students in front of the protest here in Cape Town when we were when the students were writing against the cost of or for free education we still have this fixation about white people in this country which always confuses me but uh, two things I'd like to ask him in light of what he just said uh, Nelson Mandela Foundation obviously is where he's at would he, would to this day, would, would, if Nelson Mandela was still alive, and I'm sure wish he was, um, would, would he still be a member of the ANC? If you look at Marikana, Isidineni, and he mentioned SANDF and the brutal slaughter of, of Collins Kasani in broad daylight, and I'm thinking it was in America now, this massive response we've had in America, whereas in South Africa we have nothing. Would Nelson Mandela still be a member of the ANC? I really don't think he would be, and I, I would be shocked if your guest said that he would be, because the ANC has let us down on just about every front that you can think of. And um, what is his comment on the fact that, you know, we, I'm currently watching the uh, funeral at the moment uh, of uh, George Floyd, and um, we, we do nothing in this country. We have... We have we have, as I say, the, the police have... In fact, more people have died under the new uh, South African police services in detention than they did under apartheid, and that's up until in the last 20 years. Everything we seem to have done in this country has been a complete failure, and, and in a sense, we were almost safer under apartheid if you're a black and I'm certainly not. Uh, so where do we go at this stage? What does he think of our society, and, and what does he see going forward, and how does he... I just, I just suppose I'm putting this badly, but we, we have this, this, the, the, this the massive response to the death of George Floyd under mm. quite brutal circumstances. Yet in South Africa, we are just cold fish. People die every day in Essendamani, Marikana, and you. there are no consequences. Nobody goes to jail. We do know in America that these four guys are going to get a trial, and if they're guilty, they will go to jail. Quick Thank question. You. Did I hear you correctly saying that we were almost safer in apartheid than now? Yes or no? Uh, no, no, I did say that. Absolutely. Okay, sure. Fact, Thank you. I appreciate yeah, that. Sure. No, no, you I did. appreciate that. Thank Thanks you. a lot, Mike Newlands. KGM, no quickly, problem. please, brother. Good evening. Uh, good, good evening, uh, Songhe. So let, let me deal with uh, hypocrisy. Let me start with the one that has just been presented by Mike in Newlands. Of course, Mike Mike would believe that uh, Nelson Mandela would, would not be a member of ANC. Um, the same way that Mike uh, doesn't see anything wrong with uh, the very same hypocritical stance that he has, uh, we should see these deaths that, that he's talking about. And he, his eye or his eyes or, and his IQ sees nothing wrong with thousands, thousands of people who died in the presence, in the hands of apartheid. And I'm not saying uh, I'm condoning uh, or I don't see the death uh, that are, are, are committed currently under the, the current dispensation. For me, it doesn't matter whether it's a, it's a black or white government, as it were. The issue here is lives matter. 
whether it's the life of a black person, a white person, it makes no difference. The last point, Nelson Mandela uh, Foundation, uh, with due respect, you you accumulate a lot when it's so-called international matters. You you are being economical with the truth when you say you haven't, you have been doing whatever. How come we did not hear the same vigor that got you to be here on air and talking about George Floyd? There's a lot of things that are happening here. I would like to hear a little bit of a louder Nelson Mandela Foundation voice as as more than what you've been doing currently. I think let's take the hypocrisy out of it. Let's take anything else out of it and be human beings. Zongia, sir, thanks for taking my call. Thank you so much, KGM. In the interest of time, Mr. Hatang, I think it's appropriate for me just to give you an opportunity to think about those after the ad, I mean, the news break, you will respond. And just to add some of the comments that have come through from the callers as well as those who are participating on other online platforms, here's something for you to consider, please, and then you can respond as well after the break. It comes from, and I'm just trying to find it, from Dunge, Piwem Dunge, I beg your pardon. I don't remember AfriForum advocating for violence. Please, let's have fair, accurate criticism. That's in response to what you said in relation to some organizations who are flirting with nationalism and the far-right agenda. Please respond to that, Mr. Hatang, as well as, and there is one more. Okay. A word of advice, Africans have no access to the land in this country. You should take that line of interest. I don't know if you have comment in relation to the land. And, of course, just a passing comment from Dunga again. We need a debate between Mike from Newlands with KGM. Not entirely a bad idea. Mike, Newlands, KGM from somewhere in this country. Are you guys keen to take each other one-on-one? Let's take the news break. We'll have Mr. Selo Adang responding to what is due to him after then. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. The Viewpoint. Weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. On the viewpoint. We continue the conversation as we finalize it with the CEO of the Nelson Mandela Foundation. Enough, they say. Black lives indeed do matter. This an opinion piece or a statement written in the light of what is playing out in America right now, particularly Minnesota, following the brutal killing of George Floyd in the United States and to an extent that of Collins Cossa at the hands of the police services as well as the South African National Defense Force. Mr. Hatang, you have responses to the two callers. Yes, sure. Uh, thank you again. Um, I think the the um, important that uh, Mike had, uh, again, uh, I need to go back to what I told you previously. I don't like speaking for Madiba. Um, I never spoke for him, even while he was still alive. And, and I think in, in this instance, uh, I, I think Madiba would still be a staunch member of the ANC. Uh, he said that he will always uh, be a loyal member to his death. So since he's passed and he was still a member, there's no reason to doubt that he would still be. Um, the, uh, the, 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 on this assertion that we're safe under apartheid, I'm not so sure, Mike. Uh, if anything, I felt unsafe every day under apartheid. I was uh, hit by uh, the, the, the part of a, a rifle by a cop when I was 14. And I think, uh, if anything, 
I felt unsafe under under that flag of the apartheid uh, government as I, I would today. Um, uh, but then I felt more unsafe because I knew that uh, the people who were in charge had no interest in my safety at all. At least uh, the, this government today, I want to believe that they, there's still a, a fraction of that government that wants me to be safe. So I, I'm not so sure that uh, one can make such a statement uh, uh, with uh, with clear conscience at all. Um, why now, KG? It's important that you note that uh, I actually penned an article two weeks ago raising some of these issues in City Press. And I think uh, we, 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 we're not raising these things as Johnny come lately who are now uh, coming to the party because of, uh, of George Floyd. We, we raised these things about the conduct of the police at, uh, at the roadblocks, the conduct of the police, um, particularly against uh, uh, people like me. Um, uh, and uh, whenever you, you, you get to, to, to be treated the way you are as a second-class uh, citizen, you always uh, wonder what happens to those that when they get to these roadblocks, they don't recognize. Um, because I, I, I most of the time I get off um, from these uh, roadblocks uh, un, unscathed. But my colleagues who um, then get uh, to, to be met up with these uh, soldiers or the cops, most of the time get returned even though they are on a good goodwill mission of uh, feeding South Africans. So if you check a uh, city press article from two, two, three weeks ago, you will see that uh, we, I've raised some of these issues. It's not today. Um, I was raising them in light of the uh, regulations uh, and how they, they applied, uh, uh, particularly in, 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 when it comes to those that were uh, treated as nobodies. And then uh, the, the, I think the, the, on the issue of rejection of uh, uh, the report on the decos, again to KG, I say that uh, we, we raised this alarm uh, as soon as uh, the, the report was released, which was sent to, to the, the court. As soon as it came to light, the Nelson Mandela Foundation then said that that report needed to be rejected again. This had nothing to do with uh, George Floyd um, and his passing. It was about looking at ourselves um, uh, mm-hmm. firmly to say, what do we need to do to change the, the, the narrative in South Africa? To the, co- to the uh, contributor who said that AfriForum has never uh, called for violence. Violence is not always physical. Violence is uh, violence as inflicted by the flag, uh, the apartheid flag which they defend. Violence comes uh, in the form of those who think that uh, back then, when we used to be called the K-word, we used to be called these things, it was fine. And uh, they, they still uh, miss the good old days. Um, and, uh, and I think uh, it's important that, again, we hold the mirror firmly to our faces when it comes to these things, because uh, uh, AfriForum is no different, in my view, to those who, who want to... Um, cause harm to what we're trying to build in our country in terms of a united South Africa uh, which uh, sees itself as under one flag, the one that Madiba signed into, into law. There's certainly no love lost between the Nelson Mandela Foundation and AfriForum. Dade Hatang, next month we will certainly have you, of course it's July, the most important month, dare I say, in the life and calendar of the Nelson Mandela Foundation. For now, thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Indeed. Salo Hatang, CEO Nelson Mandela Foundation. A couple of voice notes in the light of this conversation. We play a couple now before we take our ad break and moving on to our next story.